Well, Cece, how are you? I'm good. Happy Tuesday. Yes, happy Tuesday indeed. Well, we have a special guest on the line. We have Candy Washington on the line. How are you today? Hey guys, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Too. Happy Tuesday. Yes. Well, tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and what you do. So I'm Candy Washington. I'm the founder of 1214 Media Productions, where we create inspiring content across film, TV, and digital platforms. So that's everything from short films to podcasts, to books, to social media campaigns. Um, I'm currently located in Los Angeles, California, but I grew up in upstate New York, and I went to school at Georgetown in DC. And then in between that, in between graduation in LA, I lived in New York City and just did the fashion scene and the whole New York grind for a long time before I came over to LA where I'm a Cali girl now. Awesome. Well, how do you like it there? I love California. I thought that I would come to Cali, you know, do the LA scene and then hop back to the East Coast, head back to New York because that's where I grew up. That's where I went to school. That's where all my friends and family were. But when I came out here, just the vibe was so chill that I just fell in love with it. And like driving down the street and seeing palm trees is just so calming and serene. And you have the same level of ambition in both Los Angeles and New York, but just the grind and the culture is different. You know, there's like that hustle mentality in New York all the time, but in LA it's more laid back and chill. So I like being more in a flow with it. So I came and now I'm here. <laughs> Awesome. I haven't been there yet, but I heard good things about it. But um, I heard it's really, really busy and expensive. Yes, to both. <laughs> but come visit. Come visit. Everything's good. We'll, we'll, we'll go out. Okay. Well, I want to talk about narcissists. Tell us some more about that. So Narcissist is the first film that we produced under the 1214 Media Production um, umbrella, and it explores accountability in the digital era. So the lead character um, is a, our protagonist, is Sienna James, and she's, you know, a reality starlet. She's an Instagram influencer, and she kind of has that vapidness to her where you just see you know she's out there and she's drinking and she's getting drunk and she's going off the edge think about like a Lindsay Lohan type person that's just kind of like a mess but she still has this following of people that are just infatuated with everything that she does and then on the flip side of that you have a young follower of hers that's being cyber bullied at school like her parents are really paying attention to her and so she ends up committing suicide after watching one of Sienna's Instagram lives rant being like, well, you think this person's going to take my place? She's not. I'm going to go home and drink myself to death and then I'll be more famous and da 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 like all this stuff. And so the story really explores who is accountable. Like, yes, you have this platform. Yes, you're this influencer. Yes, you're the celebrity. But are you accountable to the people consuming your content? 
Are the parents accountable for not really being there for their child? Are the bullies at school accountable for bullying her at school? And, you know, and how much accountability does she have for not seeking the help that she needed instead of taking that drastic step? So it really looks at both sides of the coin. One, what is the mental health and just quality of life and self-worth and self-esteem that these followers are having looking at people living these not fraudulent lives, but definitely highly curated and photoshopped and, you know, cut and and all that stuff that are highlighted reels of someone's life. It's not their real life. It's a highly curated version of their life that people are looking at it and thinking, well, how come I don't have that money? How come I don't, how come my thighs don't look like that? How come my hair doesn't look like that? How come my skin doesn't look like that? How come I don't have X, Y, Z? And then feeling less than, feeling not good enough. So the other side of that is the influencer who is feeling, am I a fraud? Am I a fake? Am I a phony? Like I'm promoting this life. But at the end of the day, I just feel empty. You know, I'm drinking myself to death. I'm going out there and blacking out. I'm having all these like angry, you know, moments out there. Think about any reality TV. People are throwing chairs and having fights and slapping each other and going off the deep end. And they're glamorizing this sort of, um, anger and this sort of violence, particularly between female on female. All the time you see them going at it, they thrive off of it. So it's like you're selling out your soul to be famous. How does that really make you feel today? So that's really what the story explores is just accountability to self and then accountability to others. And so I was, I wrote it as well, which is really exciting. And you can find that now on Amazon Prime Video, and you can also watch it on SoFi TV. And we'll be doing more of that on the road. Mm, and congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was definitely um, a labor of love. Um, I started out more so um, on camera, so it was nice to be behind the scenes, and I had to really learn the business of it, like making sure like your SAG contracts are together, making sure you have your insurance, making sure you're paying your actors, making sure you have your contracts, you know, making sure your location is secured. And so it was really nice to get that business side of it down because now that I've done it once, and then getting distribution, getting it to Amazon, getting it accepted, all that stuff. Um, now that I've done it once, now I have the blueprint to do it again. And so that was really exciting like you did it once you can do it again and just keep creating and keep producing and keep promoting i agree wow. with that yeah i gotta keep doing it <laughs> that's that's definitely a beautiful thing when you as a creator you have all these facets that that you you know you tend to and kind of like a jack of all trades and then you're able to get everything done successfully and it comes out nice really well produced i think that's that's a definite definitely a great milestone to have under your belt yeah, 100%. And, and to piggyback off of that, it was more of the mentors that I loved in my life and the creators that I really look up to laid out that foundation, you know, like look at, you know, the Oprah's and the um, Taraji P. Henson's and the Mindy Kaling's. They all did that. They all started producing on their own, writing on their own, 
and really making sure that they have ownership of their projects because that's really the difference between being a talent where you're just in something versus being the actual producer and owner of it. So I really learned that aspect and also wanting to go out for roles that wasn't just, you know, cute, quirky sidekick or, you know, like ethically ambiguous girl. You know, I wanted to go for a role that had a backstory, a meaning, an objective story arc, and that really told a story that's really not being told. One, being an influencer of color, you're really not hearing about that at all. And then also the flip side of it, like not just the glitz and the glam being this like ditzy person, but what is actually that person's internal struggle? And I really wanted to get that out there. And then, you know, it also talks about accountability. And on a personal level, the reason why accountability was so meaningful to me was I also had to be accountable to myself because I would do, you know, different panels and different discussions. And I'd be like, you know, like we have all this technology. There's no reason why you can't start a podcast. There's no reason why you can't write a book. There's no reason why you can't make a movie or a film or something. But I wasn't doing the one thing that I actually really wanted to do, which was create a show to create a film and to really do all the aspects of it. So I had to hold myself accountable. Like, am I walking the walk? It's one thing to talk the talk and get out here and be like, you can do it. Don't let anything hold you back. Don't wait for someone to give you permission. It's another thing to look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm doing it too. So I had to, you know, hold myself accountable and that really waved into it. So it's one thing to, you know, be promoting something. It's another thing to be walking in it. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> kind of keeping on this movie just a little bit because I, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't get a chance to watch all of it, but I wanted to know, like, how was it getting into character for the movie? Yeah, so for me, getting into character, it took the first thing I wanted to do was to really separate Sienna from myself. Because sometimes when I would talk about the storyline, people would think, oh, you're playing yourself. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sienna is her own fully formed person. She is her own developed character. So the first thing I did was think about what were the differences between me and what were the differences between her. And then in this third column, I thought, but what are the similarities within the human experience? Because everyone, regardless of who you are, has felt insecure, has felt less than, has projected, has done something they shouldn't be doing. Um, so what I did was I really wanted to separate myself from her, but then I wanted to make sure that I was bringing humanity to her character because she's, you know, looking for that father figure in her psychologist. She's looking for that validation. She's looking for one person to tell her it's not your fault because she keeps saying, oh, it's not my fault. It's the paparazzi's fault. It's this person's fault. She's saying it's everybody's fault but her own. And so she's looking to him to say, see, like, right? Like, I'm right. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm, I'm okay. Like, I'm doing everything fine. But then when he flips it and he starts to not agree with her, then she has to come to terms with her own demons. So for me, I thought, well, where were times in my life where I didn't want to, again, it goes back to be accountable for what my actions are and to take ownership in what I was doing in a particular situation, good or bad. So I really wanted to make her her own character and her own self, but keep it rooted in that human experience. So anybody watching it, whether you're on social media, whether you watch reality TV or you're 
not even into any of that stuff, you could say, I see myself in her. I understand where she's coming from. And I'm invested in what happens to her. Okay. Wow, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you really have to dig deep for that. So yet again, I applaud you for that. Because like I said, just based off of what I was watching, I could see some of the um, characteristics of what you were detailing and and with her Mm -hmm. kind of pointing out the paparazzi and using that as like a scapegoat. So yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty deep. Yeah. Um, but kind of going back to what you said, oh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, um, just kind of going back to what you said uh, a couple moments ago about, you know, Oprah, Taraji, Mindy Kaling, um, a lot of women who are in the industry and are, um, you know, taking that leap of faith and, you know, venturing into something that they initially didn't start in. Um, but I was going to say, mm-hmm. what, what are some of, who are some of your biggest motivators in the industry aside for those, aside from those women? Aside from them, I also love, um, it might not be the popular opinion right now, just because of some tweets, but um, JK Rowling, I think is such an inspiring story. Like she, you know, I think was on like welfare, living in her car, she had kids and she just kept writing and she kept going and she did not let anyone or person stop her. And she's now built literally a billion dollar industry based on her writing. And I think that is such a testament to don't give up, don't stop, and don't let, you know, current circumstances stop you from your future manifestations and your future goals and the future things that you could get and realize that like this too shall pass, that thing is permanent. So keep going. So I definitely love JK Rowling. Obviously, Chadwick Boseman now, like just hearing that story was just completely heartbreaking that A, he was battling colon cancer for four years and B, look at how much he gave us, like how much he gave humanity and society in such a short amount of time while going through his own personal struggle. And it's like, look at everything he did. I can't complain today. So it just puts things into perspective. It's like someone is like literally fighting for their lives and they're out there being, you know, this amazing example for so many people that it's like, what am I really complaining about today? Like really like what, what, why am I not getting out there and just like going and getting it? And there, and I saw a video of him talking about how, when he was younger and he was in school, he couldn't pay for school. And so he got this, you know, angel scholarship from Denzel Washington, who he had never even met. And, but was his, you know, his mentor and his hero. And you can see how it just, he paid it forward, you know, during an award ceremony. He was like, there would be no Black Panther without Denzel. So it's like mentorship matters and heroship matters. And I think those, examples of those people and, and what they've gone through is just harrowing and, and inspiring and it, it checks you it's kind of like those days where you want to complain you're like no 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 get up and go <laughs> like, you're fine <laughs> get after it yeah okay yeah, those, all, all good names that you mentioned i mean it's, uh-huh. i could see yeah, all, yeah. drawn in all that all that inspiration um seriously yeah. yeah, it's like I'm single and I have no kids. I have no excuse. <laughs> like JK are with her children. <laughs> like I'm. Yes. I'm no, I'm no excuse. <laughs> right, right. So, 
So you also mentioned about being an entrepreneur, having, you know, other um, ventures and uh, also a podcast too. So can you tell us more about some of your books? I know it's one that's called The Third, there's um, Sugar Pills, and then also um, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Personal Branding. So I kind of shorted, I kind of did a shorthand version of some of those titles, but if you want to kind of just give us an overview of what, you know, what the books are about and, you know, what led you to, um, you know, becoming an author and penning some books because yeah. it's not an easy task. So I kind of want to just go through that. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, so what led me to becoming an author is overall is basically what led me to becoming an entrepreneur and a content creator in general is that I was living in New York and I was working um, right out of right out of school. I went and did an internship at Louis Vuitton in their PR department. So I learned all about storytelling through a visual medium. And then after my internship, I worked in um, PR and marketing just to get that sort of um, education and experience and knowledge. But on the side, I was blogging, I was going to acting classes, I was auditioning, I was, you know, working in like off off Broadway plays and doing like commercials. And so for me, I had to get really clear on what my purpose was. You know, I was working this nine to five job, you know, in corporate America to pay the bills. And then on the side, I was doing everything that like brought me joy and happiness and passion being a creator, but I couldn't continue to do both. And so I had to get very, very clear on what my personal purpose was. Why is Candy Washington on this planet? Why am I here? And my personal purpose is to add value to the lives of others through storytelling. And so storytelling can be podcast. It's this conversation we're having right now. We're just telling each other stories about our lives and our experiences. It's writing films, it's acting, it's doing social media campaigns. Those are just telling stories about a brand, telling stories about your experience. So I got very clear on what my personal purpose was. And that's when, when I quit my job and moved to LA and I was like, I'm going to be a content creator. Ah. <laughs> and <laughs> kind of how it went. <laughs> so, um, so that's what really, that was my foundation for building everything I've built. So out of that came Sugar Pills, 10 Days to Awaken Your Inner Power, which was the first book I wrote. And that basically is just um, a compilation of different blog posts I had written throughout the years on being an entrepreneur and being someone who's going for my own personal success, again, without losing my sense of self. Because if you're a writer, if you are a designer, if you're an artist, if you're an actor, if you're a singer, what you're producing feels like a part of you. So if people aren't, you know, if you go to an audition, you don't get it and you leave, you feel they rejected me. It gets so personalized. You know, they're not listening to my music. They're not buying my books. They're not booking me as a person for this role. So I also had to get clear on, well, if I'm going to do this in a serious professional way, I need to learn how to separate my self-worth from what I'm doing. Because all of this stuff is what I do. It is not who I am. So I would write different blog posts on perseverance. Like, hey guys, you know, this happened to me today. It was super, super tough, but here are three ways I got through it. You know, hey everyone, like I just had a really great experience, but here were three things that I had to overcome to get to that big win. So I just put it all into the book and they're all based on personal experiences and things that have happened to me and how I got over it. Like how to, you know, create 
standards, how to have boundaries, how to create your tribe of creators, uh, you know, how to have a vision for yourself and just really putting that all together. So the purpose of that book was to show people, yes, you can be a creative professional. Yes, you can be an entrepreneur. Yes, you can make money doing what you love because you deserve it. What you're putting out there is valuable and it's a hundred percent okay to monetize it. There is no glory in being a starving artist. That's just a self-limiting belief that people put out there. So a certain type of person can continue making money. Just putting that out there. Um, and so that was really what the book is about. And then at the end of the book, it's a 30 day mindset um, shift. So it's like writing down your I am's like I'm valuable. I am worthy. I am enough, whatever resonates with you. And then your, you know, your gratitude, which kind of goes back to like the Chadwick story. It's like, what am I really complaining about? Like what, what, what are, what, what, what's really in my way right now? So kind of getting that perspective in check so you can get your joy back because there's no reason to be hustling and going so hard for something and miserable and then get to the end of your life and look back on it and be like, I hated every second of it. I wasn't even happy. What's the point? Because the point is you only really have this moment. So you, you better enjoy it because the next one isn't promised. So that was really what was the, um, you know, passion and purpose and meaning behind the first book. And then my second book is The Entrepreneur's Guide to Personal Branding. And that is basically just um, a super easy beginner's guide template to building a brand. Everything from naming your brand to your color scheme, your tagline, how do you create your ideal customer, what's your messaging, what's your, mis your mission statement, what's your vision. And then once, what's your tone? People don't think about that. Like you need to have a tone. Is the tone of your brand friendly and formal, personable? You know, like for me, my brand, it is very um, uh, friendly. It's a very friendly tone. It's like I always, put, before I write anything out, I think I'm only talking to my best friend and that's the tone of my brand. So you read my stuff, it's like you're talking to me like this. Um, so once you have that, both the tangible and the intangible, then how do you actually take those things and then actually apply it and activate it in real life? What does your business card look like? What does your LinkedIn, your website, your um, email signature, your clothing, the way you carry yourself, the type of speaking engagements, your Instagram, your Facebook, because you want, it's called the customer journey, right? It's what I call it. So at each touch point, you want someone to know, oh, that's the Candy Washington brand. That's the Candy Washington brand. Think about franchises. You, you go to a McDonald's, you know you're in McDonald's. You go to a, you, you could go to Germany and you could walk into a Starbucks, you know you're in a Starbucks. You go to Africa, walk into a Starbucks, you know you're in a Starbucks. So at every touch point, you want that person to know it is your brand that they're that they are interacting with. So you really want to be clear and you really want to be consistent across all platforms. And so it really just dives into that. Um, and it's definitely a beginner's guide. Like you could pick it up and not really know and just work through the worksheets and, and really have a blueprint to start it. And then I also give some tips at the end of how to make it profitable and how to become an expert. Like make sure you get, you know, speaking engagements, make sure you're always leading with value, um, make an e-course, make a book, you know, whatever it is, just some tips on, on becoming an expert in your space so you can really monetize your content. And it's not about the number of followers you have. It's really about the value that you add. That trumps everything.
And then the third book, ironically called The Third. <laughs> I know, I'm so cheesy. <laughs> so it's called The Third, and it's called um, A Story of a Spiritual and Sexual Awakening. <laughs> and um, that, that one is a fictional novella, and it's about the story of a young woman named Minnie Walsh, and she's a copywriter living in L.A., and she came from... Um, a childhood that was stolen from her. So her mother leaves her family for her father's best friend and her father sort of collapses. And so she sort of takes on the role of being the mother and she kind of like really takes care of the father. So she has this sort of distorted relationship that a lot of single parents have with their children where the children really become parenthesized. They didn't really get to be kids because they were too busy taking care of the adults in the room. And so it kind of shows how that bleeds into her adult life. Like she's very codependent. She doesn't really speak up for herself. She doesn't really have that self-esteem going. And then she gets propositioned by this older client in a very like salacious way. It's not 50 shades. It's not erotica or anything like that. But it's <laughs> Her coming into her, I know this is her coming into her own, and it, it's really fun. Um, and the end of the novella, there's like the question of, well, I don't, I'll give it away, whatever. So the end of the novella is the question of, does she go through with this, you know, like sexy proposition during that time where she's starting to speak up for herself, she's starting to be autonomous, she's starting to push back on people that walk over her because, you know, you can sense a person who doesn't have standards or boundaries. And sometimes, unfortunately, people will take advantage of that. They, If you let someone use you, they will. So she's getting to that point in her life where she's like, I'm done being the doormat. I'm ready to step into my own womanhood. I'm ready to step into my own power. And then and that's when she kind of gets faced with this dilemma. Um, but in the novella, I left it purposefully on a cliffhanger where you don't know if she goes in or if she doesn't go in. You don't know. And so the feedback I got was, oh, we love it, but like, what does she do? You know, does she do it? You know, does she go with the client and have this crazy night? Like, what does she do? So of course, that is now the basis of my fourth novel, which I just finished the manuscript in, and that is called Triggered. And that is the expanded story of um, many. I give way more backstory. I develop more of the characters and I give it an ending. I let you know what happens to her. I let you know, does she go in the door or if she doesn't go to the door and what happens after that? So I just wrapped up um, that manuscript. And so my first three books um, I published under my own um, my own company, production company. For the fourth one, I'm looking to partner with them, a bigger publishing house. You know, you always want to be expanding and you always want to be collaborating and you always want to be, you know, growing a team that's really tight. So that's kind of like my future goal for, for this manuscript. And I'm really excited. I changed her name just to give her a little bit more of her own autonomy, but it, it's it's wild. Not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Like it's, it's a little... <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. It's a it's a wild story. <laughs> well, I had a question for you. Basically, yeah. um, okay, so you did an article for me in the magazine, yep. and you talked yes. about um, the article was how to turn self love into power couple goals. So when you yes. write those and that topic, is that writing it off of your personal experiences or how do you come up with those topics? So the way I come up with the topics is both. So it's either rooted in my personal experience, something that I either just 
went through or got through and then I have the clarity to get what was that experience there to teach me. And so once I have the clarity of why did I have to go through this? Why did I have to go down like this? And then I can say, oh, because you need to learn lesson A, B, C, and D. So moving forward in your life, you're not going to make those same mistakes. You're going to take this wisdom and apply it moving forward. So when I do the articles like that, if I have a theme or a topic, if I can authentically say I've gone through something similar to this, and then I have the clarity to get insights that could helpfully be of value to other people, then I'm going to tell my story. So that's sort of how I get those ideas. Usually it's either a, a magazine or a publication or a blog or something like that will have, you know, their love issue, their entrepreneurship issue, their woman issue or whatever it is. They'll give me a theme. And then from there, I will take any personal experience, share it as authentically as I can, and hopefully give some insights to other people who either have gone through it or are going through it, and hopefully it'll be able to help them. But everything I write, even my fiction, everything is always rooted in a very real human experience, but it's always reimagined. The characters are made up, you know, like, again, like Sienna, you know, on paper we may look very similar, but we're vastly different people. So everything is rooted in a human experience, but, but it's all ultimately fictional and imagined. But the articles like that are always rooted in like real personal life. Okay, okay. Well, I know we have two trivia questions for you. So before oh, we go okay. to trivia, Mickey Monday, do you have any other questions before we go into trivia? Um, yeah, I do. So okay. um, if I remember correctly, you're also in another series, another web series, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm also in a web series called The Salon, which is pretty cool. And that is with um, under uh, producer Kelsey Grammer because he, we were able to get his daughter Mason Grammer in it as well. And she's absolutely lovely. Um, and that is basically a series about a salon and you have different characters and people coming in you have like you know the main hairdressers and then each person has their own gossip and their drama and who's beefing with who who's sleeping with who with who like what are the different you know dynamics it's you know to think about like the barbershop you know like you're going to get your hair done everybody has a story everybody has some drama that's kind of um, what the salon is about. And that's from um, Roxanne Kaptur, Messina Films. And she actually used to, I think she just started TNT with Ted Turner back in the day. Like she was like such a big deal back in the day. And so it was really nice to be able to work with her and really learn about um, just her as a woman and the trajectory of her career. So it was, it was great to, to do that. And I know it's being shopped around now to be bought, but we were just um, doing the like digital Emmys awards, creative awards uh, promotion for it. Yeah. So that was really fun. And my character is great. She's, she's yeah, she, my character, she's, um, she's very young. She's like a very almost like naive girl. And uh, she, you know, does like hosting and like all that fun stuff. But then she has this guy for like boyfriend who dumped her via text while she's like on the red carpet trying to do her thing. And so like she goes to the salon and lets it all out. And like the older women are like, girl, let me tell you, my husband did this. So it's like, it's, it's fun. It was such a good community of people. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, congrats again. Yeah. Congrats again on all your accomplishments. 
Thank you so much. Welcome. I was going to ask you really quick, just because like I was trying to do some more digging on it. So is it, it's out though, right? Like you can, you can watch it online. Cause I just saw the trailer. I didn't, I didn't check to see if there was any episodes. This salon, this salon, it was out during the um, Emmy promos and now she's shopping it around to different um, distributors and buy it and, and buyers, but, but it'll be back out. Yeah. But during like the, like the Emmy sweep week, um, we all had it out. And you can watch the the first season of it on um, SoFi TV as well. Oh, yeah. Well, we have our two trivia questions. Mine is simple and easy. Yeah. <laughs> so mine is, what is one fun thing you would do this month? This month. And then the second part of it is, what is one goal you would want to accomplish for the month? In of the September? month. Okay, so one fun thing in September that I want to do is a late night picnic. I think oh. uh, with social distancing, like I don't really want to go to a restaurant per se. Um, I'm still very much doing like quarantine and wearing masks and just really being safe. And I always love picnicking. So like maybe like a late night picnic and get, you know, Maybe not candles. I don't want to start a forest fire here in LA, but I don't know. Just, just do, just do something a little sexy, you know. Get some wine, you know. Get a blanket. Get some moonlight going. Yeah, cheese and crackers. <laughs> night under the stars. <laughs> um, and then one goal that I want to accomplish by the end of the month. Um, right now my main focus is really getting um, a, a publisher on board for the expanded version of the third, like just really getting um, us a, a bigger team for that. Scott. That would be like my number one goal. And then I think on a personal level, sure. maybe to eat less carbs. Because <laughs> 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 I've been I mean, quarantined every day. I'm like, I deserve this. <laughs> September is my month because September is my birthday month. So every September, I take the whole month and I just enjoy it. <laughs> so, yeah. Happy birthday. Well, thanks. Thanks. Mickey, my day, what's your question for today? Yeah, so my, my trivia question for today is um, if you can add a word to the dictionary, what word would you add? Oh. Ooh. Um, in the spirit of it being her birthday month, I would add the word Cancember because my birthday is in December and I coined it Cancember because it's the month of candy. Okay. <laughs> so Cancember, yeah. we all celebrate. Yeah. Awesome. But before we get off, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mickey Monday. No, I was just saying she could make it a thing. <laughs> you know, you Stop trying to make that happen. <laughs> Before we get out, tell everybody where they can follow you. 
Yes, so you all, you guys can join me on Instagram at Candy Washington. That's also on Twitter at Candy Washington. Head over to my website, CandyWashington.com. You can watch Narcissist right now on Amazon Prime Video and also on SoFi TV. And you can pick up all three of my books either on my website or also on Amazon and Amazon Kindle if you want the hard copy or the digital version with Kindle. You can listen to my podcast, which is uh, the Sugar Pills podcast, A Practical Guide to Self-Care, wherever there are podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like literally wherever there are podcasts, you can you can listen to it. Um, and if anybody has any questions or you want to collaborate, you can feel free to either DM me on Instagram at CandyWashington or shoot me a note at info at CandyWashington.com. Awesome. Well, I want to say congrats on everything you're doing. Keep grinding. Thanks for interviewing with us today. It was very fun. And I enjoyed you. I enjoyed you too. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Definitely a pleasure interviewing you. Likewise. Likewise. You're welcome. I'll yeah. Congratulations. Keep up the good work. Thank you. You too. I can't. Let's do it again soon. Okay. Perfect. Definitely. Okay. All right, well, you be safe and happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. One, two, three.